asked why age discrimination exists and what may curb it in the future as well. My next guest is just in time for the new year. He's going to tackle the age-old problem of setting goals and New Year's resolutions. He'll show us how to set goals for 2011, even if we don't like to set goals. And if you want to join in the conversation or glean some of his wisdom, you can always call us at 639-0008. Joe Bequar has embraced personal development, goal setting, and the desire to improve his life ever since he was in college. He's the president of Joe Bequar Coaching and Consulting Group, LLC, and he's worked directly with some of the most successful names in business, names like Calvin Klein, Donna Karen, and their organizations as well. His latest book is titled Get on Track, Let's Go, Move on with your life and goals. Joe also hosts, he's a talker like me, he hosts his own show on Blog Talk Radio, which is Get on Track, which focuses on topics for evaluating and achieving both personal and professional goals. Additionally, Joe is a comedian, interestingly enough. He's performed stand-up at the New York City Stand-Up and the New York Comedy Club as well. Joe's a graduate of the University of Wisconsin at Green Bay, where he earned his bachelor's in social work. Welcome to the show, Joe. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Bill. How are you? Well, I am doing great, and I'm glad to have you on the show. Couldn't be more timely because New Year's is right around the corner. A lot of people are going to be making New Year's resolutions. So I wanted to jump right into it with you. Uh, you know, New Year's resolutions, they're a form of goal setting. So why is it then that so many people have trouble setting goals? And why is it that most everybody has trouble keeping those New Year's resolutions? Well, I think when people set a New Year's resolution or a goal, and they think they're going to start it on January 1st, um, they don't realize that they might not be feeling the best or they might not be in the right place January 1st to start a goal. And it's probably such a huge goal, it seems overwhelming. So uh, they start out with this overwhelming fear right away, and it kind of puts you back. It takes you back and say, I'm probably not going to accomplish this. So right off the bat, it's like, I'm going to do it for a day or two and then see how it works. And then people give up right away. So, so people aren't committed is what you're saying to the goal? People aren't committed. I think initially they're committed, but overall they, they're overwhelmed by their commitment and the commitment that's needed to succeed their ultimate goal. All right. So what is it that builds your commitment? What is it that makes all that effort of achieving a goal worthwhile to an individual? Well, you know, you know a big part of um, my daily re- routine is breaking down you know, my goals into tasks. So every day, you know, um, I put together a a list of things that I need to accomplish. They're short-term goals. And then I write the tasks that I need to do to accomplish them and then check them off. So along the way, I'm giving myself a little pat on the back for accomplishing my goals. But the strategy I use with a lot of um, my clients is that we, we try and break our goals into scenarios of good, better, best. And so... We say, if we want to achieve a goal and have a good outcome, we're going to do three tasks. We have three tasks listed to do those to make a good outcome for that goal. If we want it to be um, better, then we add those three to another three, and we have six that we check off, and we have a better outcome. And if we want a best outcome, we might have nine tasks, and we'll check all those off along the way, um, and we get to the ultimate Results. So if you're trying to lose 15 pounds, maybe doing three things to lose five pounds and then another three things on top of that to do, lose 10, and you add more to lose more weight. All right, so you use a constant source of uh, reinforcement to keep moving towards that goal. I like your good, better, best. That is one of the features that I like best about what it is you teach. But let me come back to it, though. What is it that has to be instilled in the person 
to really want them to make and achieve whatever goal or New Year's resolution that, that they make. In other words, what has to be the driving motivator behind it? It can't be, oh, I just want to drop 10 pounds. It's right. got to be something more than that. Let's get to the base source of that, that well, inspiration. I, oh, sure, sure. And it, that's a great way to, to think about it is that you really have to be inspired and want change in your life. If you really don't want to quit smoking, um, saying you're going to quit January 1st probably isn't the best day for you to quit, you know, because uh, you're probably not going to quit on January 1st. You might quit for a couple hours on January 1st, but then by the end of the day you might start again. And it's because we're not, we're, we're not mentally prepared for that kind of change. Because what it is, we've spent our whole life living a certain way, and then all of a sudden we're going to change that path that we were on, which is going to make us feel uncomfortable. And it's being uncomfortable and not knowing what the success is going to feel like or if we're going to reach that success. We become, like, more fearful, and it's easier to stay in our comfort zone of doing nothing. And so you really have to be motivated and want, want to change in order to create change in your life. All right. We're talking to Joe Beckwire, everybody, author of the book, Get on Track, Let Go, Move on with Your Life and Your Goals. And so, Joe, in your role as a consultant and obviously an author of this book, you get to see a lot of people who have got a lot of different goals and a lot of different things that they want to accomplish. Looking at it objectively, kind of summarizing, what trends do you see in people who are wanting to make a change in their life? What, what sorts of things do they gravitate towards? I think uh, people want to feel success immediately and they don't want to see they they fail once and they feel like they're a failure forever in that thing and so they'll, they'll pick a new career or a new job or something to focus on and they'll let the other one go instead of like learning from their failure and moving forward so so you know when the light bulb was invented i think it took like a, a you know maybe ten thousand tries to get the light bulb to work for Edison, but ultimately he was able to accomplish it because every day he was like, I have this idea and I'm going to try it this way. And then the next day he would say, that way didn't work out because that wasn't the right thing for this project, you know. And he grew on his experience and he learned from his failures not to do that over again. And so every day we have the same chance or ability to say, this is what we did yesterday and this is what we didn't accomplish or do right yesterday. And I'm going to take that information and experience and apply it to today so I don't do the same thing over again today. All right. We're talking to Joe Beckwar. And, Joe, you bring up the Edison story, which is a great story because it did take him about 10,000 attempts to get an incandescent bulb. And it was all in his attitude, the way he looked at it. He said, I did not fail 9,999 attempts. What I did was I found 9,999 ways not to make a light bulb. And eventually on the 10,000th time, I found the proper way to do it. That's right. So let me ask you this. Um, Because of where you are in this self-help space and you're writing about reading goals, making goals, a lot of people write about that. There are, you know, hundreds of people, literally hundreds of books on the subject matter. In what ways are you different from the others who are writing on goal setting? You know, um... I, I try not to be too preachy or judgmental in my books, you know, and it's an easy-to-read book. And what, what I've done as a life coach is, like, I've tried to take what's worked for me best and kind of simplify that so it's more understandable. Sometimes I get done with a book or a program, and I'm really confused how to apply it because there's, like, like a little piece missing from the information that someone's holding back or maybe doesn't even know themselves. And so 
what I try to do is share everything I've learned and be upfront about it and share that as easily and simplified as possible so anyone can take this information and process it and utilize it in their day-to-day life. Okay, so it comes out of your own personal experience, Joe, which is great. So I'm going to put you a little bit on the spot here. I'm going to ask you, what's the greatest obstacle that you've overcome in your life by setting goals? Wow. Um, I've <laughs> I set a lot of goals, but I think one of the biggest fears that I had was um, trying to... I, I always thought I was funny, but you know, you're not funny unless people laugh, right? So I decided to... Um, try comedy and it was probably the most fearful thing I had ever done in my whole life and um, I succeeded I really practiced and comedy is a lot about practice 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 just like your job you don't just get on the air without doing research and stuff like that you have to practice and so when you find a story or way to deliver things that um, make people happy and make people laugh you stick with it. And I think that energy that you get from other people and that energy of success and just being with other people and making them laugh gave me such a high. And it was so overwhelming for days that I walked around floating, basically. And it was, but the fear before I got on stage was so incredible. And the fear the second time was still incredible. You know, and that's why people always say, Barbara Streisand has a stage fright, you know. She, she might because it's just an overwhelming thing because if you don't make people happy with what you're doing and your, your goal is to make people happy, you become fearful that you can't do something like that anymore. We're talking to Joe Beckwire, everybody, author of the book, Get on Track. And one of the interesting things about his career is he is both an author, a motivational uh, speaker, and a comedian as well. And that's how he helps to teach some of his lessons that he has about setting goals and meeting them. So one of the questions that always comes up, because I do this myself, Joe, and I need your help here, so coach me up. I do a lot of what I have coined the phrase contingency goals. You know, when I get rich, then I'll give to charity. Or when I'm successful, then I'm going to have time for my family. Or, you know, when uh, the weather's good, I'm going to get out there and run to lose some weight. (laughs) And those are what I call contingency goals. So uh, talk to me about contingency goals. I'm getting in my own way there. What's happening here? Well, I think that what people do is they put an ultimatum. If I I get this promotion, I'm going to do spend more time with my family, you know, which the opposite is probably going to happen if you get that promotion. But you should be spending, you know, you need to look at what you're doing now and what you're giving back to people. And there should not be contingencies on anything because what you're saying to the universe and everybody out there who's listening is, I really don't want this because I'm going to have to put out X, Y, and Z to get it. So I know it's probably not going to happen. So, you know, I'm going to put it out there, but I know it's not going to happen. So we kind of set up ourselves for failures when we put up contingencies like that. Oh, that, so, that's interesting. Um, yeah, so what you really want to do is, if you're going to make a contingency plan, act on that. If you say you're going to volunteer, if you um, win the lottery, well, why don't you start uh, volunteering before you win the lottery? And then that good spirit, that gratitude from others, will maybe give you the inspiration to pick better lottery numbers. I'm not saying the lottery, but, you know, it's a, it's a big example of what people always do is they always say, if I win the lottery, I'll, do, I'll quit my job, 
right? Right. But then a lot of people, they overspend when they win the lottery, and they end up jobless and homeless. <laughs> yeah, sadly enough, I think they've done statistics. It's well over 70% of the people who win big sums in lottery go back. They lose all the money and go back to their old ways of life after they've won it. Yeah, they're overwhelmed, and people don't understand that um, money, there's a limit on money, and what money bought when I was a kid, you know, what a dime or a penny, penny candy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that old, but I'm old enough to know, you know, um, it doesn't go as far as it was today, you know. So where you could have, your parents might have bought a house for like 20000 that same house could be $200,000 today. Easily, yeah, no Easily. doubt about it. And so people get, they, they move out of what they were inspired by in the first place. So if they want to give back, they should start giving back today. If they want to go out and do, do something for their family, do it today and show your family that you're grateful for them today. And all that gratitude comes back to you because you have to be in the right place in life to receive stuff. All right, we're talking to Joe Beckwar, everybody. We're talking about resolutions, New Year's resolutions, goals, getting on track. And I w- I've got to ask you, Joe, what role does personal responsibility play in setting and achieving goals? I mean, are we our own worst enemies when it comes to moving on? Um, we can be if we don't get out off the couch or if we don't look for that motivation. If we depend on other people to help us achieve our goal, we'll probably never get there because other people's agendas aren't the same as ours. So that's why we sometimes have to um, let go and move on from people and just go it ourselves or look for support. You know, there's so much support that you can get for your goals if you're not receiving the kind of emotional um, support that you need from your family and friends, you can always go online and find a community of like-minded people that will help you achieve your goals and be supportive of what you're doing. So um, you don't want to become your own worst enemy because people say you can't do that or you shouldn't do it or you feel you're not capable of doing it because that's you taking control of um, your life and not following through on it. All right, we're talking to Joe Beckwar, everybody, author of the book, Get On Track. And, Joe, it, it, New Year's is right around the corner, and being realistic, I think, in your New Year's resolutions or any goal that you set, for that matter, is critical. So, for example, if I decide on December 31st that, that I want to be a, a pro golfer or a national talk show host or, you know, an aviator, something like that, at my age, with my background, that may not be realistic. So what do I do in cases like that where I want to do something but I may not be there to have all the background and everything that I need to accomplish the goal? Well, Bill, I assume you're about 29 or 30. Very flattering. I'm going to have you back on the show frequently. <laughs> um, well, that's what, that was my goal. But, uh, you know, I, have, I change my goals all the time, and some of them are more longer term. But that's why if we put milestones in there to be able to check off that we've gotten this far or that far, some people want to go back to college. Well, the first step is, is applying to schools, and the second step is, is buying books and then going to class and getting through your first midterms. And those are the milestones that you get to check off. You know, and that's a four-year plan or a five-year plan maybe for some people. To become a pro golfer, um, you know, it's practice. If you're not a golfer now, chances are you might not be one. So you have to be somewhat realistic, you know, in what you want. But um, anything's obtainable. We live in an amazing time and place where... You can get on the internet, and you can have your own TV show on the internet. You can, you know, become whoever you want and do whatever you want if you have the will to do it. And every day I have something 
pop up on my phone saying, um, I, I can be what I will to be. And um, that quote comes up every single day on my phone at noon. And I look at it and I go, I can be what I will to be. You know, if I will to be something and I truly want that, I'll bring that into my life. I'll make it work. Oh, inspiring words, Joe. I like that. We're talking to Joe Beckwire, everybody. He's got a book, Get on Track, Let Go, and Move On with Your Life and Your Goals. Now, Joe, if people are listening to the sound of your voice and, and they like what they hear, they certainly like your presentation style, where would you direct them to go on the Internet to get more information? Um, they can sign up. Uh, they can go to my website, uh, com, J-O-E-B-E-C-W-A-R, and sign up for my um, free newsletter and free consultation. Oh, that's great. Joe Beckwar, B-E-C-W-A-R.com. Joe, it's really good to have you on the show. Thanks so much for your insight, especially on goals and these New Year's resolutions. We'll talk to you down the road. Okay, great. Thanks so much. Thank you. Happy New Year. And Happy New Year to you, too. And it's nearly lunchtime, so if you're like me, you're thinking about what you're going to eat. If you haven't made plans, think about visiting Urbane Cafe for their great selection of sandwiches and salads. Personally, I like the California BLT. Two locations to serve you, 4960 Telephone Road in Ventura. That's the intersection of East Main Street and Telephone. Or 1730 East Gonzales.